0: you listening to the Wise Guys Podcast, where we go rogue as we apply wisdom to the everyday to help us do it just a little bit better. Now, in this episode, Rogers, we're welcoming someone who is a rogue if there ever was one. Kendra Beck is with us. And if you think that we're off the reservation, wait until you hear how this woman basically kicks ass and takes names. As well... <laughs> as administers the healing balm as she speaks into an incredibly tough relational scenario but as always our conversation is going to be roguish and we'll weave in our core values of seeking wisdom applying the wise and as always we'll share a mystic mac nugget so yep strap in time gang here we go Stu. Man, good to be with you again, brother.
1: Hey, Mac. It's great to see you virtually and to be with you. And uh, namaste to all of you beautifully exotic cocktails out there. And namaste to you, Kendra. We are so excited to have you here with us today. It's going to be a fun fun ride, let's call it. Mm
0: -hmm. Absolutely.
2: Yes. Thank you very much for having me, Mac and Stu. Looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah,
1: awesome. So, before we get started, Mac, check this out. Yeah, we added another country that is listening to us right now. Of well, you mm-hmm. ready? Here it is. All right, Ku- Kuwait.
0: <laughs> I love that. Kuwait. Okay, then. See, I mean, what's universal? What can we say, man? I, How I love it.
1: I love hearing from everybody around the world, it's so exciting. And yeah. please. Reach out to us because we want to interact with all of you.
0: Yes, yeah, really. We want to hear from you. We want to share your stories, and uh, that's that's just music to our ears. So welcome. Yeah, I'll welcome you as well. Uh, it too is so all good. Um, but yes, as we've said, we've got Kendra with us, and Kendra Beck is 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 basically
1: in the house.
0: She's in the house. That's exactly right. And this, you know, what I love about what she does, and we're going to flesh this a lot of this out. that she speaks life into strife, and we're going to talk about what does that mean and what's that look. But I just love that tagline, you know. But but a lot of the reason too why we've got her on this week is because this woman's a rogue, all right, without a doubt. And it fits so well. What she does, there was as we've chatted with her, is as we've read uh, from from her stories and things like that. There's, there's so many opportunities all across the board to tie in our manifesto points. I mean, it's just amazing to me. I just love it. And we're going to do some of that tonight. So with that, lady, I'm going to say hi. Welcome. We're glad Hello. to have you. Hello.
2: I am so excited to be here. <laughs> so excited.
1: So, so I got to tell you, Kendra, today I was listening to a um Let's just call it a podcast, even though it wasn't that. And I heard the word strife being used kind of in context of how you talk about it. But let me tell you something. I don't ever hardly hear this word until I saw your website. So how amazing is that, that today we're going to talk and I'm hearing this word that you It it is
2: meant to be. That's (laughs) right.
0: That's another one of those, of course, moments. Okay. That's right. Of
2: course. Yes. So so you know
0: what? I mean, you know, you can do a lot better job of just sharing your story than I can. And so tell us. Tell us about you. Tell us about your journey, your passion, why you're even pressing into this space. What's that look like? Let's let everybody in on. Let's pull the curtain back a little bit.
2: Sure, sure. So I think you used um, in your last podcast there, um, Mac, was you were unzipping your fly. So I'm going (laughs) to take off my bra, okay? (laughs) Okay, we're not doing Zoom for all of you. Uh We just want you to know that we're not doing Zoom.
1: We are not videoing.
2: (laughs) So we will pull the curtain back a little bit on my life. But before we get started, I've got to tell you. You guys refer to um, everyone as exotic cocktail. And so I really felt like I had to connect with a cocktail before I got on here. So (laughs) I looked this up. So I have identified myself with a Mai Tai cocktail. <laughs> if you've never had a Mai Tai, it's amazing. I probably have had several of them on a cruise ship pre-COVID <laughs> no. and love Mai Tais. And it comes with a little cute umbrella. And I have to just say, you know, I'm cute and little dainty sometimes. So we'll say that. <laughs> um, but did you know that was developed in 1944? And I was like, wow, that just speaks to like the wisdom that I'm bringing yeah. to this podcast. Yeah, right? I love that. Yes. So I wish I had one sitting in front of me, but I uh, don't. But yeah. um, Did you also know it? it. it's tart and strong. So, Mm. you know, I can make you wince or think about a question, but I am so driven that nothing will stop me.
0: <laughs> uh, it's, so it's, for, for yeah. the rest of this podcast instead of calling you kinder i'm just gonna have to say okay my tie uh what do there, you think okay <laughs> there you go
2: <laughs> i'm good with that i'm good with that <laughs> you know and it's not too sweet it's just right oh. but then the other thing about it which i did not know and you guys might not know the it the Tahitian word for good is my tie so good, oh, my just goodness. good, yeah. So wow. I'm doing good in this world by leading change, speaking in distress. Uh, so here we
0: go. Yeah, <laughs> so You is... know what? Yeah, you know what you have to do now, don't you? You're gonna. Have oh, I gotta to go make the, one. that <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be good, and then you have to go out to your website now, and you need to put a little picture of a mai tai out there, and just everybody go, what's that all about? Okay, yep,
2: I will have to do that. I will. Okay, I so love it. it.
0: Oh, well, there you go. All right.
2: Yeah. We're
0: we're clinking glasses. It's all good.
2: Yes. So, okay. So now, you know, now the fun's over, but, um, you know, (laughs) I'll I'll, I'll go into my, um, my story a little bit here Yeah, and kind of here, but, um, you know, something else that Stu, you said in one of your previous podcasts was in order to wisdom kind of comes once you have to break down the muscles, right? You work out and yes. all of that. So you have to break down the muscles in order to gain that wisdom because you have to rebuild them. Yes. And I think that related to a lot of where I was three years ago because I had my whole life broke down. I mean, I went from having a farmhouse, um, you know, the white picket fence, um, you know, just that perfect family you know, what, what you would think from the outside is a perfect family. And, um, it completely collapsed. And my husband came to me and said he wanted a divorce and he was in love with someone else. And mm. that was kind of the shatter moment. But, you know, if anybody knows me, it took me a couple days to recover from that. And then I was like, okay, I got to pick myself up. So I, I did spend a day in bed eating donuts. I spent a day out running and I'm not a runner. <laughs> I like CrossFit <laughs> <prospect, laughs> yoga, but yeah. Don't run. And I went running and, um, you know, spent some time crying. And then I thought, you know what? You got to get up and you got to move on. You get, you know, and that's just where I started. Um, wow. So that was three years yeah. ago. So I, I was completely torn down. I mean, every muscle I had, right, was, was down.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah.
2: Yes. And,
0: and yeah. only a day or two. Yeah. Are you yeah. kidding me? Oh, my gosh. I'd have been sucking my thumb for at least a month. Okay. So. Yeah. I right. you kudos. Good for you. Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> well, you know, I, at some point you have to value yourself and say, okay, you know, you have choices in this world and you can either, you know, choose to have a pity party for yourself or you choose to make the best of the opportunities that you're given. And I know that's really hard for people in those situations to probably see that's an opportunity, but I thought God already had a plan for me and it was already written. I just have to execute it. And that to me was the opportunity Now i didn't know what was coming afterwards um but that was that was just the way i had to look at it so i love it
1: i love how i love how you're talking about action right i mean a lot of people know that there there may be something coming down the pike and depending on on your beliefs you may say okay well god's got my back or whomever has my back and they'll take care of it, but you got to take action. And it, that's what it sounds like you did immediately jumped correct. into action.
2: Yes, correct. Yeah. And, um, so I did, I, I jumped into action. I got a, um, divorce attorney that was referred to me and went to see him. And he said, well, you're filing divorce today. We're going to serve him. And what I didn't know was the laws in Ohio are kind of screwy. And You either had to stay living at that address when you file or choose to move. Well, I have two little boys that I had to pick up and create opportunities for, right? So I was like, if I leave my boys, that's abandoning them. So at that point in time, when I filed, I had to change my address. And he goes, you can't go back there like today. (laughs) I'm like, you're kidding me. Like, this is for Mm. real. Now, some Other attorneys would say that was bad advice. Um, At the time, you can only do what you're told, right? You have to trust. Right. And um, so that was um, a whirlwind of a day, let's say. I filed the divorce papers. He was served at work. Um, It was about 11 o'clock. And he or I had family members come and move me out. Now we had already discussed splitting up all of the furniture and things like that. And who was going to take what. So it wasn't that I was just completely abandoning him. Um, But then I had my kids to think about and they were Mm -hmm. in STEM camp, which is the science technology engineering and math camp and horse camp that day. So I had to pick them up and tell them we were going to grandma's to, go swimming and have pizza for the night. So I had to quickly think on my feet. First of all, I got to move out of the house in three hours. And wow. then I've got to figure out how to tell my kids or what how that transition is going to happen that makes it easier for them. And then figure out what I'm going to do tomorrow. <laughs> so yeah. it was kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, bad advice. Fast forward a little bit we had a guardian get involved and which is represents the kids is an attorney for the Mm kids. They gotten, or he got involved and decided it was best for the kids to move back with their father and the house that they were in to stay in the school system. And if I did not move or change my address within 24 hours, now granted we're sitting in court, if I didn't change it within 24 hours, my address and move, I would only see my kids every other weekend. No no time during the week because 40 minutes was too far of a drive. Wow. So again, my yeah. world came down. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, th- these are the kinds of things that, you know, and what it reminds me of is this. You were who you were at that moment. I mean, you didn't have the chance to check the playbook. You couldn't kind of... You know, figure things out differently and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you had cultivated a countenance, a sense of poise, a strength. You know, whatever it was. You know, up till that point, that then manifested itself in that moment. And how you know how beautiful it was that you were able to react even to something that you got dealt that was you know, that was not ideal. And it makes me think of one of our manifesto points that says that, you know, you got sometimes you got to go beyond what happens to what matters. And sometimes figuring that out and not being caught up in the moment of what happens. Sometimes you can't get past that. And I love the way you've done that. Awesome. It's good stuff. Not that the situation was good, but I love, I love the way you reacted to it. It's awesome. Yeah.
2: And, and, you know, I think, I think you're exactly right. It's how you react to it. And yeah. I tried, if you've ever seen the movie war room, or I think it's, might be a book as well, but if you've ever read that or seen that movie, that was me. So I actually, you know, had prayers up and things like that and was praying for our marriage and, um, He did not want to work on it any further. So that's, you know, when I picked myself up and said, okay, here we here we go. And the same thing happened when I moved within 24 hours. I got 50-50 custody visitation with the kids. Uh, the only way I was able to do that is because I had a tribe and I had already talked to someone Mm. who was flipping houses and they're like, Well, it's not done yet. The drywall dust is there. (laughs) And I said, That's okay. I can clean, no big deal. But can I move in by tomorrow? So at this point in time, I had already rented a house up by my parents. So they moved me out. I had still not seen that place three years after yet. They moved me out with some of their friends. And I went into work to tell co-workers what happened. And they volunteered and I had eight people show up that night at my new place to clean it. And then my stuff was brought the next morning and I was moved within 24 hours, living room set up. Yeah. Everything, so I could have
0: it together room. is better. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. That. yeah. yeah. That's awesome.
2: And you know, yeah. I'm not saying I did it all right. I'm not saying we never get it all right. I mean, <laughs> right. I didn't do it right as a wife. I didn't do it right as a mom. I'm sure many times I haven't done it right as a sister or a daughter. We all mess up, but that's the only way we learn. That is the
1: truth, and and uh, Mac and I have another uh, manifesto point that speaks to that, where deep wisdom manifests from doing it wrong, not doing it right, which is why Mac and I have all this wisdom because we've done it wrong (laughs) plenty of times. Lots
2: of wrong. Great, I'll join the club because I'm I'm right there. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, look, everybody,
1: everybody at some point does it wrong. That's just human nature. Right. Correct. But how do you react yep. to that? What do you do with it? What do you, you know, do you feel sorry yeah. for yourself or do you, do you learn and grow? Uh-huh. Right. right. I mean, yeah. I, I have, um, I'm, I'm a wrestling coach and I teach my wrestlers. I, I don't, I, I say when we're at the end of a match, you either won or you learn something. You know, because it's never a loss. Is never a loss. As as you look up the definition, you know, in Merriam Webster. You know, yeah. you learn yeah. and grow. Yeah, yeah. Same thing in life. Yep.
2: Yes. Yes. I, I read lots of John Maxwell, and I love John Maxwell, and he says the same yeah. thing, right? It's, it's. Yeah. Um. One of his books is learning something about learning. <laughs> I forget the name's not coming to me, but <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So I mean, now you're in the middle of this strife, okay? Your own life. Now you have this strife that's come to you in all sorts of different ways, and is still coming to you. And and now you navigate that from that point forward, you know. And and so you know, for your not only yourself personally, but then you begin to start to get these ideas about. Here's what I've learned. Here's how I can help some other people. How did that happen? I mean, what was that? What right. was the thinking going on there?
2: Well, you're probably only about a year and a half into our divorce of three years, which is like unheard of, (laughs) but (laughs) they say after a year and a half, it actually goes to Supreme Court because you're not supposed to be that long with kids, and I was three years, so about a year and a half into it, so I now have moved into my own place, I have taken my kids 50-50, I have taken them on vacation by myself, which was a huge win, I took them to St. Louis, we had a blast. And mm. I started focusing on myself. A lot of reading, a lot of meditating, yoga, CrossFit. Yeah, yes to dinner, right? My my motto was at that time, everything's an opportunity, and I'm not going to say no unless it's harmful to my health.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Stu, we got to come up with some new manifesto point about around that somehow. Okay, yeah, that, seriously, that I like it. I like <laughs> it. Beautiful. <laughs>
2: Yeah. So things were great. Um, I took them to St. Louis. My parents took them to Universal and I went with them. And then we went to a vacation in Florida. And from that, and I'm not going to get into that long story, but from that um, came a protection order that I was surprised after we got back. And that protection order was only supposed to be in place for two weeks. However, Because of the legal system, the court systems, the attorneys, the uh, COVID came up, it lasted almost a year. And so the protection order actually in six months was dismissed. However, it took me another six months and it was dismissed by the other opposing counsel, right? Mm -hmm. And so they played to this and then, oh, wait, we don't have a game anymore. So we're going to dismiss this or drop it. And But the next six months was really trying to get back in with my kids and uh, adjusting to that. And what I learned in that time period is there's a thing called parent alienation. And that happens. It can happen during a separate or after a separation. It can happen after a divorce. It can happen, happen several years down the road. But what that is, is where the other parent is negatively influencing the children, talking directly to them or about their parent to someone else in front of them. And that can result in lots of emotional abuse, basically, with the children and a lot of brainwashing. And so I have been struggling to come out of that hole for a while now. So that was kind of where I picked up. I know Mac, you were referring to what I how I was helping people. That's where I got my idea. Again, hmm. take what was really bad, not seeing talking to my kids for six months. I mean, crazy. Children's services comes in and investigates, and then they close the case within a couple of days and all of this. But the the problem is the court systems, and I had no idea that this could last this long. And Anyways, um, you know, it all came down to nothing was proven, nothing. But I have now lost a year with my kids and now Mm. they have been brainwashed from the other parent and family on that side. And, And the thing is, too, I didn't realize with protection orders, if anybody from my family talks to the children, they can interpret it as I'm talking to them through them. And I can get arrested and go to jail. So none of my oh, family wow. had any contact. I was like, I, this was just all new to me, all new, completely new. So again, looking at it as an opportunity and saying, okay, how can I educate myself? How can I help educate others that this can happen? And what is this, right? And and how can I start helping other people? Just with a high conflict divorce, because that's all it was.
0: hmm right, right. I'm well, happy to
2: say now I am divorced, though. I am officially divorced, <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's great. Kudos Richard. there. That's yes. good. Yes. You know? Well, I think it it gives rise, again, to some of the monikers that you're using to describe yourself. You know, words like influencer and change agent, survivor. I love that word. You know, um, you know, uh, advocate. Um, you know, all of these things. I think again, now you get to the other side and you look around and you go. Wow, other people are going through this too. Maybe not to the same degree. Maybe not to the, whatever, or worse. Maybe who knows? So, so now, how do I speak life into that? Again, I'm going to keep coming back to kind of your tagline. You know, again, I just, I just love it. You know, it's just, it's just good. What does that life look like? Tell us about that.
2: Yeah. So. <sighs> Yeah, let's talk about speak life, right, for a little while. I I think the big thing was with me and what motivated me was my tribe that I had around me. And I'm going to go back to that because I know that's one of your manifesto points. And your tribe is out there. And it doesn't matter if, you know, at what point and who is involved in your life. But there's these things called situational friends. And they are meant to be in your life at that point for whatever you need at that moment from them. And so I had a lot of situational friends that helped me along the way. I had lots of family members. I had lots of coworkers. I had, you know, p- church people helping me. I had some that were married, some that were single. I had lifelong friends that came back into the picture after not talking to them for like 15 years. So there are situational friends out there to support you when you're going through something. So I think that was the big step for me on speaking life. Because if I didn't have my tribe, I don't know I'm I'm pretty strong, but I, I was definitely stronger with them. I mean, together's better, right? No, absolutely.
0: Yeah. I mean there see, see, here's the thing though, and, and here's the thing I have to just call out on this whole story. You had the tribe. And they were there. But one very important and it goes back, I think, to what Stu was talking about earlier what you did was you accepted their help. Okay? I mean, you know, they could be standing there willing to do whatever you need. Kinder, will help you. We're here. Just know that, this and that. But if you could have taken a different attitude and said, no, I got this. I'm strong enough. No worries. Okay? And you would have negated that beauty of of pressing in and accepting. And, you know, some of us, I've been guilty of this in my life in the past of going, appreciate you. Thanks for the text. Thanks for the call. But I got it. OK. And how beautiful a story that you've unfolded here that just says, oh, gosh, no, the last thing I needed to do was do that. I needed to just take all the help I could get. <laughs>
2: you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know?
0: I love it. You know, it's awesome.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was not um, too ego driven to not ask for help or yeah. not accept it as it came. That's You're awesome. Right. Yeah. That's
0: a great lesson. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So speaking life then, so that kind of evolved to helping people overcome the hurdles and obstacles um, when going through a separation. So mm. I'm really kind of, helping educate the masses from court systems lawyers guardians therapists and i've been in contact with people in florida california canada just trying to educate myself and trying to see what we can do as a larger group
0: Hmm. so that's that that kind of speaks to just general advocacy as well right that's really mm-hmm. what
2: that you're yes.
0: looking to do yeah that's great yes. you know i, I love yes. that part of the equation definitely instead of just well, let's figure out how to overcome this and deal with it. Now it's how do we change it?
2: <laughs> yeah, correct. I love it. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I didn't realize there were so many people out there that has been separated from their children until I started talking and getting on like Facebook support groups and such. Did not realize. Even, even I will say I posted on my Facebook, some things that were going on in my social media I had friends private message me and say the same thing happened to us. And I said, oh my gosh, why didn't you say anything? Why don't you speak out about it? And I think it's because it comes from a place of embarrassment because they don't know how to do that or they don't know how to address the situation out there because it's it's just, it's a crazy mix of things. And I just don't know if they know how to navigate that. So it's very interesting. There was people coming out of my life that the same thing had happened to. But I didn't know.
1: You know, one of the words you use on your uh, website and blog, Speak Life in the Strife, is uh, battle, leading the battle in high conflict divorce and parental alienation. And there's a lot that goes into a battle. I mean, there's uh, there's a lot of strategy. Uh, there's a lot of strength needed leadership. I mean, you're, you're kind of talking around all of these ideas that, um, that makes it so wonderful that you're out there for people. Cause not, not everybody is that personality type to take control, take charge and to know, you know, how to, how to move forward in that type of a situation when you don't know what's coming, right. You're looking down the road and there's just fog and grayness and you're like, okay, what's down there. I don't know, but I'm going. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's so true. Yeah. 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 Well, I've heard you, I've heard you use the word about yourself, Kendra, a couple of times when we've chatted and that's the word warrior. Yes. Right? Why would you use that word when you describe yourself? I think it's a beautiful word. Don't get me wrong. Yeah,
2: Yeah. no, that's a great question. Um, You know, it's hard to come to that and and say I am a warrior, but I think after everything I've gone to and writing my story and telling my story, that I am a warrior, not just for myself, but for my kids. And the reason I use that word is because I feel like I had to put on armor to protect myself. And I, I'll i come back to that in a second. But I also had to play offense, right? If I switch to the sports analogy, right? I had to put play offense and defense
0: mm. well, that
2: way. But um, the armor I had to put on was every situation I went into. At the beginning, I had to learn I learned a lot and, but once I got into it, I always approached every situation as let's mentally prepare for the worst that can happen and hope for the best mm-hmm. so that I was mentally prepared to go into battle. Cause that's what it was. I mean, every, every day it was battle.
0: Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. That's, you know, when you think, when I talk about armor, I, I heard something one time, uh, I'm a real Roman history buff and, and somebody was expounding upon the Roman armor at one point. And they said, realize armor for the most part, when it came to the Romans, it was on the front. The armor was on the front as you faced the battle, not on the back. Okay. Because they didn't want you turning their back on the battle and running away from it. You know, we're going to be unprotected. You know? Right. So,
1: <laughs> right. Uh,
0: so it was an incentive to stay forward into the battle, you know, and, and do what you needed to do. So I just love that analogy. I think it's, I just think it's beautiful. So, you know, I I, w- I think it's really cool for you to just a couple of things you can share, uh, you know, and, and that's from from your mission where, you know, you're helping with finances and health and alienation and readjusting people's goals, co-parenting, self-esteem. Give us some, tell us a little bit about how that, what you think about that. What's that look like? I'd love to hear some wisdom. Give us some wisdom. <laughs>
2: Well, I can't say that I know it all, right, because I made mistakes, but I can say that I can add wisdom to this because I'm actively seeking and putting together a tribe that will help others go through this. So no matter what they are experiencing, you know, I've gotten fired from a job too, right? So, I mean, people experiencing job loss, bankruptcy, the pandemic, you know, all these different things. It's how you pick yourself up and move on. So it's not just my story. It's any situation where you have been torn down, back to those muscles, right? And how you pick yourself up. So my job and what I want to do is I'm actively putting out actionable content with real experts that can provide the direction and tips and all those areas you just mentioned.
0: Wow. That's just, that's awesome. OK, I think that's um, you're the quarterback, you know, kind yeah, of deal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, because, again, I, and I think real important point, if everybody picked up on it, I'm going to reiterate it. Here's what here's what Mai Tai just said. OK.
1: The Mai Tai speaks. You know? <laughs> here's what, here's what
0: I, she just said, guys, you pick up on it. Yes, you or you, somebody you know, may be going through much the similar situation that Kendra went through, or people like her with with divorce, with children, with this. But, but really, we're talking about strife in general, okay? Yes. And so, regardless of where the strife is coming from, these these things speak into your life. These 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 this life this. Life that she's speaking is into that strife, regardless of whether it's specific or not. And and I think that's again, that's generic. It's it's cosmic. It's holistic. You know, because we all need these things to speak into whatever strife we're going through. <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter.
2: Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So
0: um, thank you. You know, for that, for just assembling the tribe. You know, yes. to 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 bring to bear. Um, and And I just I just love it. You know, you're available to speak. Right. You want to kind of speak into this. So if anybody out there, I mean, tell us a little bit about how anybody gets a hold of you and where do we where do they find you? And how does that you know, how does that all work? You know, we want to we want to we want to promote you. We want to give you a shout out. Yeah,
2: no, appreciate it. Yeah, I look forward to it. I love speaking to people. You know, I've always done that since I've even been younger. And people are like, you're crazy. Don't get nervous. I'm like, no, I get so excited to speak in a group, like a big group. (laughs) Uh. So I'm looking forward now putting my two passions together, the speaking and speaking about something I'm very passionate about. And that's helping people going through you know the craziness in their life and really so that's where the speak life into strife comes from so eventually we got there and um so that's where that comes from are my two passions together so how you can get a hold of me is i have a website it's www.speaklifeintostrife.com you can also listen to me on my podcast where i interview different experts so financial Um, experts to professionals in the mental health department and even ministry and all these different aspects of life. So, and I I think that helps too, um, just to supplement because you're hearing it from those experts. And a lot of times we don't get that free information or it's kind of scattered, right? So, compiling all those experts together for what you need so then you can just kind of choose what you might be going through where you might need that help whether it's financial mental maybe it's physical maybe it's trying something different maybe it's just being open and social you know the best thing I did and I said it was I was dating myself I went out to dinner by myself and I ordered you know almost the same thing and I could tell you, it, you know, I went to an Italian restaurant and I ordered spaghetti and I had a salad and I had a glass of red wine. And then I had my cream brulee. And <laughs> I went there a few too many times because then the bartender knew me and was already putting in my order before <laughs> I could even <laughs> tell him. Oh, However, I, I think you I need to date it. yourself. I think you need to go out there and just be social too. So it just depends. Oh. I mean, it, I'm, I'm gathering all of this together. And I love how you use quarterback. Because I do feel, I do feel that way sometimes. Uh, I played volleyball, so I was captain of the volleyball team. So kind of the same situation.
0: Sure. Well, and just keep in mind, folks. If you we're going to put these, we're going to put all this contact info. I'll have it in the the episode notes for you to reference. So um, you know, we want you to either think about yourself, or if you know someone, absolutely that can benefit from a conversation. Just start with a conversation, right? You know, and and then kind of go from there. Uh it's 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 all good. I mean it, it, I, I love it. We all need to have life spoken into us <laughs> for sure. So yes. that's just again yeah, that's such a beautiful thing. So as we wrap up, you want to give us any anything final? You want to give us any little parting little nugget or anything that yeah you know that, that you can share with us before we uh before we wrap it up?
2: Yeah I would say that just to remember to look at the glass half full versus half empty in your life, and no matter what strife you're going through, look at the opportunity that it will present for you to change your life.
0: Oh, awesome! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, s- Stu, Stu, was, I, yeah, was I right? Is this is is this oh, woman? Yeah. Of, is this woman a oh, rogue yeah. or not? What do you think?
1: Oh, for sure, for okay. sure. Okay. She is. I was uh I was envisioning a lot of people um when she was talking. One yeah. of them being William Wallace. I love that movie. Braveheart.
0: <laughs> yeah. I had to
1: bring a movie reference up at some of point in, in the episode.
0: Of course. <laughs> Without a doubt. Is. So, Mine is Rudy.
1: I love Rudy. I watched Rudy. it when I was younger. Rudy, I, uh, great one. Rudy. <laughs>
0: Oh gosh, Uh, yeah, classic classics all the way across the board for sure. Mine's Lord of the Rings, of course. I, you know me, I'm an LOTR guy, and uh, so it's all all the above. Yeah, I I think it's beautiful. Well, again, Kendra, thank you, thank you for sharing your heart, your passion, your willingness to to step into the breach and to give of yourself, your time, your energy, your expertise, your pain. Okay, (laughs) you know. (laughs) All, your wisdom, all of the above—I think—is a fantastic story, and I, I, I'm going to encourage all of you Rogers to to tell it, okay? To promote it, to to just weave it in to your life, to your friends' lives, you name it. And so, with that, we're gonna we're gonna leave with our Mystic Mac Nugget and Kendra. This is for you.
2: Ooh, wonderful! Thank you. I will take some notes then
0: for you. Okay, this is the deal, gang. Here we go. This is from one of my favorite ladies. Her name is Keeves. She's one of my favorites. Okay, I can't take credit for this one. All right. <laughs> um, so here you go. Do not conform when it's your calling to inform. Mm-hmm. That's you, Kendra. That's you, Mai Tai. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
1: you
0: know, thank you. For not conforming and being called to inform and answering the call. So it's been our privilege. It's been our pleasure to have you.
2: No, thank you for having me on. Let me share. Thank you.
0: Okay. All right, gang. So there we are. Stu, we're going to sign off, man. It's all good?
1: Yep. We'll see everybody next week. All right. Bye.
0: Okay, all of you rogers, it's Mac here. And you may now unbuckle your four-point harness. If you enjoyed this episode of The Wise Guys, we encourage you to subscribe to the podcast. Please share it with your friends and drop Stu and I a note. Subscribing is the fuel that makes it possible to deliver fresh, eclectic wisdom every week. Let us know how you are going rogue, and we'll share some of our favorite off-the-reservation stories on an upcoming episode. And don't forget, spread the wisdom by liking us on all social media platforms, and keep asking The Wise. We love having you part of the conversation.